This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Yes, we will not live for riches. We will not live like my goal is to have five million rands in the bank. It can't be a goal. Or to have hundred million rands in the bank. It's not my goal. That's not my goal. But I should have what I need to do what I must do. Are you with me? Yeah. I should have to be able to buy petrol to come to church. I should have to be able to maintain the car to drive around. Do you get it? I don't need five cars. I need one car. And that I must have. Because five cars, I'll drive it one at a time. So yes, I can have five cars in my lifetime. But at least at every point in time, I want one car. I don't want three cars or four cars. Because I can only drive one at a time. I don't mind if it's having four cars so that everybody can drive in the house. That's not a problem. But at least me, the one that is labeled my car, I want one. Because my car is like a handbag. And I don't want the, the problem of the ladies. You know the problem of the ladies? When they, they change the handbags, then they discover that they left that one. You know, I don't want it. I don't want it at all. So I, I always want the car that I drive. So that when I check here, I see my wallet is here. I know what I leave in the car. Hallelujah. So if the blessings of the Lord, it makes rich and adds no sorrow, and we are blessed with spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, then our lives must reflect it. I said our lives must reflect it. I said our lives must reflect it. Don't accept to be poor because you don't need to be poor to go to heaven. You need to be born again. Do you get it? You don't need to be poor to go to heaven. Therefore, if I am in Christ and what the word of God is not being manifested in my life, then it's either the word of God is not true or there's a problem with me. Now, because God can't lie and doesn't lie, then it means that what he has said is true. That if he says all those who are in Christ are blessed, that is what it is. If therefore the blessing is not manifesting in my life, then there's something I am not doing or there's something I'm doing which makes the blessing not manifest. Hallelujah. And so today, in continuing this series, and I'll be teaching almost every time from the book, and please don't be angry that I'm teaching from a book. Are you with me? Because everybody you know, every specialist, every lawyer, every accountant, everything, what made them what you, you pay for is a book or books. Do you get it? So please don't be angry. Why are we reading books in church? What do you want us to read in church? Newspapers? Or magazines? Eh? As a person, what do you want us to read in church? Hallelujah. So, in this book, chapter 4, it talks about an observation that has been made through research you know it's like you take all people who are rich or all people who have and you find out what is common amongst them and you may find certain things that is present in everybody who has and then you come to those who don't have and find out what is common among all of them because you see normally when people don't have or people have they still come from different backgrounds. 
but you will see something common that runs through all of them hallelujah now if you can handle or tackle those that thing that is common you will find out that the situation will change that's that's how we observe is like what is common amongst all of them it's like to have this this thing must be present no matter your background so it is found out certain traits that are common amongst those who don't have are you with me certain traits that are common amongst those who don't have and that is what i want to share with you this morning and the name of that product is laziness is that i'll say holy ghost the name of that product is laziness it's laziness it's laziness it's laziness no matter your background if laziness is absent in your life you may not prosper to the ceiling but at least you prosper to solve the day-to-day problems of life oh yeah 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 you will not some people you see prosperity has different components and a spiritual some people are spiritually blessed to prosper so the one one time someone was telling me something that like I need to do is my friend and then I heard the voice of the Lord tell me that prosperity is spiritual so he's explaining to you physical things but behind why that physical thing is working is a spiritual backing It's a spiritual backing. And you have to believe it. So, I have, the book identifies many things. Let me, help me, just open chapter four. Elani, why have you given me a book that is, is a water, water pour on it? Please, I get a mic. Do you have another mic or you need to be on the stage? Is there another cordless? Okay. Now, this is chapter four of this book. And it identifies, it's okay, it's okay. It identifies different factors. It identifies different factors that relates to people who are poor. Maybe let me read it so that you know that. It says, research uncovers the negative traits that cause poverty and inequality. Like just general poverty and why one person differs from the other in terms of how they prosper, giving the same resources. One, people become poor because of personal traits they have. Personal traits. In other words, what you are born with. Personal traits like personal preferences, choices, who you are. For example, some people are very quarrelsome. I mean, they just, they just quarrel all the way. Now, you can't prosper if you can't get along with people. Because you need people to prosper. That's, that's the number one thing. You can't prosper if you can't get along with people. You need people to prosper. Hello? Did it occur to you? that your quarrelsome nature is anti-prosperity. It didn't occur to you. I'm telling you, it's not, it's not, it's not the witch in the village. <laughs> if it is the witch, then the witch is working to make you quarrel. So if you stop the quarreling, you have neutralized the witch. 
So personal traits. What, so what, what personal traits do you have as a person? What, what, what personal trait have you come with? Now the beauty of it is that in Christ Jesus, our personal traits are overcomable, if there's a word like that. In other words, in Christ Jesus, your personal trait cannot be a limitation because in Christ Jesus, you have the power of God present in your life. And the power of God is not limited by anything. Are you with me? So you may have come with a personal trait that does not favor prosperity. But in Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, who is the power of God, can overcome that weakness and replace it with something else that makes you able to overcome. Amen. Good. The second one. It is believed that these traits cause a person to fail in life. The traits that lead to poverty range from personality issues to other traits like laziness and educational level. Now, I'm, I'm zooming in on laziness. Do you get it? Because you know, I'm learning that in as much as there are many factors that contribute to a thing, there's always one factor that is like the thread that weaves all the others together. Are you with me? And laziness is, is a masterpiece that brings anything negative together. Laziness. Now, sadly, sadly, because of the way the gospel has been preached with emphasis on the power of God, are you with me? And the miracles of God, it has inadvertently or it has without intending to, it has promoted the idea that you can prosper without doing much. But it's not true. It's not true. Why am I saying it's not true? If you look or you read the gospel story, if you read the gospel story, you would think that Jesus never slept. Always moving, moving, traveling, going here, going there. Now, is that the mark of a lazy person? So, so do you think lazy people could have followed him? So how come you, when it gets to your turn, the feeling is that laziness will be compatible with being in Christ? Laziness is a very bad thing. It's a very bad thing, I'm telling you. Laziness will stand between you and that which God has planned for your life. Yes. Laziness, when it's present in you, is a hindrance to any good thing that your life deserves. And unfortunately, apart from many of our problems as a culture or as a race, laziness seems to be very present. It's almost like where we are or maybe in the process of allocating I don't know what it is, but we, we, we are genuinely lazy. You see, it is only the black man 
who thinks of how to not work and yet have money. Oh, yeah, it's true. Can I ask you a question? If you become rich, or when you become rich, because you, you have to be rich, would you take your child to a school where black people are? Why? Why? Come again. Because of how they do their things. Ah, but are you not black? <laughs> you see, painfully, we want to accuse the white people because that's how human nature is. We never, we feel that our problems is always somebody's fault. And so we want to accuse the other races of the reason for our state. But we are all saying that if or when we prosper, we will not take our children to schools that are predominantly black. Why? Come again. We are in church, please help me. The Lord is speaking to all of us. It's because of the mentality that black people have. She's introducing another factor. <laughs> and the truth is that, the truth is that the strength of laziness is in the mind. And I have learned over the years that your mind and how it works determines the outcome of your life. So laziness is present because the mind allows laziness to be promoted as something or the mind promotes laziness as something to be glorified. And, and I am here to tell you that in Christ Jesus, laziness has no place because, because, listen, everything that God expects of you and me cannot be done if we are lazy. For example, for example, in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus said, What, what did he say? He says what? And he spake a parable to this end that all men ought to pray and not faint. Can you write it in another English? One day Please, can we get other versions so that NLT is becoming too old-fashioned now? One day, Jesus told the disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Now, who are the people that give up easily? Ah, which verse in Proverbs that says that the lazy, I think Proverbs chapter 26 or 16 or something, it says the, the lazy person, the slothful man is wiser in his own conceit than serving men that can render a reason. So I'm explaining to you laziness. Laziness is a mental thing. Laziness 
is a mental thing. The process of laziness operating in our lives has to do with our mind. Maybe you can write it in another way because we don't know what a sluggard is. A sluggard sounds like a bastard or something. Please, I don't like message at all because it spoils everything, says too many things that are not there. Occasionally it says the thing the right way, but message is not my Bible. Just put an NLT, put an NLT, that's what you have. Lazy people. Which people? What do they do? So what happens is that lazy people would hardly accept that they are lazy. And explain all that you want to explain to them. They will explain to you why what you are saying is not the case. Do you, do you know that? Let me say something to you. Do you know that you can be without education or let, let me put it this way. You may not have educated yourself to a certain high level. But if you are not lazy, you can change the story of your life. If you are not lazy, you can change the story of your life. Oh yeah, you can change the story of your life. One of the commonest things I find, you know, I was not born in South Africa. I was born in Ghana. When I came to South Africa, I was almost 30 years old. The ethics are different, plus the personality trait. One of the shocking things that I found here is a person resigns a job without another job. I'm still, I'm still praying for divine revelation. It's been almost 20 something years. I'm still praying for a revelation of why a human being who needs the money every month will resign their job without another job. That's number one. Number two, you find somebody starting a business, business that has not taken off, and they resign their job saying that they are going to do a business. And the business is not even yielding profit. The business is not even breaking even. And I said to you, ah, you can do both. No. I need time. No, what? You don't need time. You are lazy. You are lazy. You are lazy. Period. Because why can you not do three jobs at the same time? In this advancing world of technology, why can you not hold three jobs at the same time? Because most of the things, especially when the business has begun, it's going to be really communication, orders, and things. Sometimes it may need you to wake up at, let's say, 3 a.m. to start preparing for the day. But because you want to sleep by almost your 10 hours, you feel that you have to resign. And it amazes me. I mean, I still don't understand it up to, up to today. I've been here for almost 20 something years, 97 till now. It's about how long? At least 25 years. Yeah, I've been staying here 25 years. I still don't understand. I still don't get it. It's 25. It's 2002. Plus 3. You take 97 from 2000. You are left with 3 and add it to 22. It's 25. 
here with me or not? No, no, you see, I'm sharing what I'm sharing with you because of what the Bible says about you. You see, the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in. Now, I think in Revelations chapter 15, verse 6 also, it talks about great and mighty are your works. Please help me. Revelations 15, either 3 or 6. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous, great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of the saints. Now, this portion of scripture is testifying that the works of God are great. Now, if you have been ordained to walk in certain works, then it means that the works, which is the works of God, which has been ordained for your life, are great works. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The works of God are great. They are great and marvelous. Now, these works of God, God has prepared your life for it. So what it means is that the works of your life are great and marvelous. That's what it means. Because if if he has prepared you for a work and the work that he does are great and marvelous, then the work that you have been prepared for is great and marvelous. So I'm trying to, you see, it's nice to know what is for you, but it is important to identify the factors that will hinder you from accessing what is for you. Because as for what God has said for your life, he will do it. But you have to fight the things that will stop you from receiving what has been prepared for your life. And that is why I am on, in town with laziness. Because that is what is common to the people of our skin color. I will not be preaching this in a white church. I will not be preaching this in a white church. Because you are not lazy. I will not be preaching this in an Asian church. Because as I, I visited Korea this last this month, actually, one of my take home, my take home was that the people think and they work hard. That was my take home. That they think. They think about everything. And they work hard. And what struck me was when I saw a plastic bag made for umbrella that is wet. I said, no, this is what they think too much. You see, when you walk in the rain, you have an umbrella and you come. When you fold the umbrella, you see, it drips water. At the entrance, it's a plastic that is designed for the umbrella. I said, no, this is what think too much and I have to start thinking. So I've refused to let my brain go on holiday. And every problem of life, if you think about it, you solve it. Most of us, we think about the problems, but we think about the negative side of the problem. We think about how the problem has robbed me of this and how everybody is against me and how nothing is working for me and how this and how that and then we go into depression and then when we go into depression we decide that instead of sitting down quietly we decide just to go around having sex all over the place. I mean if you are depressed I wonder, I wonder why would you have energy to do anything? But if, a, a few people not a few but quite a number of people that have expressed elements of depression, especially the guys. Then before you realize he's having sex all over the place. And I say, ah, how 
how does your thing get to wake up when you are depressed so I said no 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 this one is not proper depression it's a demon because one of the signs of depression is loss of libido So I said, no, 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 no. This depression is another type of depression. It's a demon one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So we, are, we need to fight the laziness in our minds. And, and it starts with our mind. It is your mind that accepts that you are tired. But when your mind rejects and the mind says there are things to be done, and I need to move. He will move. And I can tell you that, you see, in Christ, once you have received Jesus Christ, you've believed in, in him as a son of God. Look, the resources of your life is unlimited. It is left for your exploration. It is left for your exploration. Because if, unless the Bible is not true, Unless the Bible is not true that your works, the works of your life will be simple, ordinary. Because if the Bible says that, I mean, we are his workmanship. In other words, we are his recreation in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which works God has before ordained that we should walk in. You see, God, God has before ordained. He created us unto good works. Which he has before ordained that we should walk in. Now, what it means is that if it is this same God we are talking about, then the works that you are to walk in will be his works. And he doesn't do small works. I said he doesn't do small works. So if there are no great works in your life and you are in Christ, then there's something wrong basically with you. And I'm, I'm, I'm hitting home that it's laziness. It's laziness that will not make you read, the, read to find the information you need to overcome the challenge that is facing. It's laziness that will not make you be awake to pray, listening to preaching, so that you will hear the counsel, you will hear the solution that you need to know how to deal with a particular problem. It's laziness. That is standing between you and your prosperity. Because prosperity has to do with your knowledge, your understanding, and how you apply the knowledge. Hallelujah. Plus the help of God. But if you don't read... I said, if you don't read, how are you going to know what you need to know to overcome the problem? How are you going to be creative? If you don't read, how are you going to know the principles that operate in life with which you use to create an aeroplane? You are busy selling apple, oranges, potatoes how are you going to be able to build skyscrapers when somebody is using the same principles that exist in the world they have studied they have discovered it and they say if I can make an engine turn so strongly I can take a, 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 what is an aeroplane into the air so you have come with your bag of potatoes to come and sell to him because he likes fish and chips. And he has come with his iPhone to come and sell to you. Who do you think will be rich? How much of potato bags do you have to give to him in order to get one iPhone? And here we are. We all came into this world. The principles they have learned and are working in it and making them prosperous. They are principles that 
is in the world and is accessible to all human beings in the world. How come we are not learning it to do the things they are doing? I'm asking. The best we can do when we are in charge is to change names of what others have built. Why can't you also put stone, sand, and cement together and build skyscrapers, put the earth together and make roads and call it Mandela City? Why do you have to change what somebody has built? Is the earth finished in the land? But you see, it's, it's the lack of how to gather the sand and the stone in the midst of people who want to steal. And you see, I've, I'm, I'm learning. I, I'm learning. As I observe things, I learn a lot. I realize that the place where there's a lot of theft, the people don't have a high regard of themselves. So they accept stealing as a way of living. You see, a person who will steal is saying to himself and to all who would hear that I'm very low. I'm very low. And the only way I can live is like a monkey. Come and rush, come and take your banana and go. But somebody who values themselves will not accept stealing as a means of living. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's, that's a reality. That's a reality. So, so what, you, what, you, what you accept as your way of living is a reflection of your self-esteem, how you see yourself. You see, the man who was accused to his master that, that he has wasted the master's living, he says, to beg, not my life. He said, to beg, I am ashamed. Because when he, if, he realized that if I lose my job, my next step is to beg for food. And he said, begging for food, me, it's not my level. Let me think of how to live without begging. What are you accepting for your life? The only reason why you accept that for your life is because you are lazy. You find people, they say, we don't have a job, and yet they don't want to learn a trade. They don't want to learn a trade. They don't want to learn anything. And they are happy to sleep hours and then wake up in the night and go and drink that's not, I mean what type of is that how you value yourself when you, the white man doesn't have three eyes he has two and he has a brain like yours he has two hands like you why are you refusing to use exercise your brain the only reason is laziness it's laziness because now with internet instead of going for pornography go for information that will equip you with skills it is laziness that will make you accept to watch people having sex and say you're having pleasure and please we are young in Christ there is help the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of God is the spirit of knowledge. The spirit of God is the spirit of counsel. Look, your life, your life under the influence of God is not a small life. What stands between you and that life is whether you are lazy or not. Yeah. It's not, it's not how you were born. No. It's the way you think. If you find sleeping for 10 hours as unacceptable and reading for 5 hours as something to be done, your life will change.
instead of watching all the forwarded videos and TikToks. You must make up your mind that anything that attracts my attention must offer me a lesson that makes me a better person than when I met that thing. Yeah. Hallelujah. We are receiving offerings, isn't it? In fact, actually, this is the main preaching for you. So you must come to church early because there's a lot I need to say to you. I said you must come to church early. There's a lot I need to say to you that if you hear and understand, it will change your life. Because God has not called us to be poor. And I'm saying that poverty is not one of the characteristics of those who go to heaven. It's never a requirement. Are you with me? It's never a requirement. So don't own it. Don't own it. I said, don't own poverty. Don't own it. Don't own it. Don't have a copyright on it. And don't, don't take out a patency on, on poverty. That you have the patency to be poor. So everybody, I mean, you own the patent. The patent. You've taken out a patent registered with the national bodies that you have a patency to be poor. Why? Allow the word of God to guide you into fruitfulness. Because, you see, and I'm saying what I'm saying, because somebody's life is depending on you changing your poor situation into a situation where you have what you need. Why must you make your child curse God for being the one who gave birth to him? Huh? Why, why, why should a child who has come into this world hate God because he had you as a mother or you as a father? Why? What has God done for the child to hate him because you gave birth to them? When God has given you an intelligent brain. Some of you, if you were to read and to listen to good things that guide you, the discovery that we will have, our jaws will need a surgeon to hold it together because it will drop. Because some of you are gifted, talented, and you are sitting here just because you are lazy. I never start to read I would never know that I could be a doctor yeah I always think about people who stand on the roadside I say nobody knows that this person is an astronaut this person is an aircraft engineer this person is an aviation expert but now they are standing by the roadside dancing on uh, crates and expecting you to give them money. It's like they have accepted that this is what they are worth. No. Anybody in this church, as you are hearing me today, remember that you are created for the works of God in Christ. If you have faith in Jesus. And those works are not small works. So don't accept anything small for your life. I said, don't accept anything small for your life. Amen. Engage God. Engage him. And he will tell you what to do. I said, engage God. He will tell you what to do. And your life will change. Your life, you see, I, I'm saying what I'm saying with strength because I was once on the other side. And I realized that it didn't take much. It just take my decision not to be lazy. Maybe I didn't come with that lazy personal trait. 
maybe I didn't come with it. So I can't say I'm better. But even if you came with it, I am here to tell you that it can go. It doesn't have to stay. Change the way your mind works. And accept that being up and awake and doing something fruitful is essential for any living being. And then you will go and find the wisdom of God that guides you. Yeah. Because the wisdom of God is in his word. You will find it. And you will discover that if you want to go up, you must take the role of a servant of all. So serve people. Serve. Come up with things that makes people's life better. You will be rich. You will be their leader. Because their, their lives will depend on you. God will show you the ways that will make you go up. And you'll go up. But if not, and you are lazy, you are sleeping. You say you, you are coming to church. And what, what, is, what builds the church? You don't read it. You have a Bible. You see, you and you in your day today, you are 10 times better off than those who lived 100 years ago. Because a Bible, different versions are accessible to you for free. What is left of you is to wake up and read it. And you call yourself a Christian and you don't read your Bible. Listen, dancing is good, but it would not take you out of poverty. You can't dance your way out of poverty. Hello? Hello? Because we like dancing. We love it. But you, we can't dance our way out of poverty. We have to think our way out of poverty. And that comes through knowledge, knowledge acquisition, through understanding and its application. Then you will change your life. You see, we don't know how to run a government. Now we can't keep the lies together. Mm -hmm. We can't keep the lies together. Can you imagine? It has been done for us. Keep it running. It's a problem. Do you think we can start it? Forget about it. And the way the world is, when your country starts going down, there's no turning back. When your country starts going down, there's no turning back. Because everybody's fighting to be up. So when your plane decides to nosedive, that's it. You see, the run is almost 19 runs, 18 something. Don't be surprised. It will soon be 50. No, no, it's a reality. And you see, when it is 50 and you don't make things here, you have to import it. Things, everything. It's almost, it's like it's a miracle. But that's because we don't, running a government is different from fighting for freedom. Running a government is different from fighting for freedom. Mm hmm. a wonderful thing but you see the beauty of life is that in spite of what somebody else does you can still do something that in the midst of difficulty your life will be okay 
Oh yeah. Because it's not it's not like it's only South Africa. It's all Africa. It's all I train as a doctor. But to stay in Ghana as a doctor, it's like you are actually owning poverty. But you see, because I train as a doctor, it opens the world to me. It opens the world to me. So the limitation or the failure of the government of the land of my birth, through knowledge, I've broken out of it. So it's not about what they are doing. It's about what you, you are doing, which is important. And you can break out of it. Especially to those of us that are young. Don't, don't, if you are unemployed for two years, why should you sit down for two years? Once you're unemployed, try and engage yourself in somebody helping you to learn a skill. If it is how to learn how to wire electrical things or how to do plumbing, and th- it's essential. It will take you far. For two years, he said, Oh, you are sending your CV, and even sending your CV, somebody has to send it for you. I know a lot of the boys in relationship with their beloveds, somebody has to send CVs for them, even to send their CVs. You are not going to break through with laziness. I said, you're not going to break through with laziness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And the last thing I want to say to you is that laziness, laziness is a sin. Laziness, laziness is a sin. The sin is the fact that Many lives are linked to your prosperity. Laziness deprives these lives of the basic needs of life. Laziness deprives the people whose lives are linked to your life, the basic things of life. And, that, and through you, the people cares God. Hallelujah. Do you want to pray for a few minutes? We want to stand to our feet and want to pray. Laziness is not mine. I let go of it in my life. The Bible says that the slothful man and the waster Let's, let's. The desire of lazy people will be their ruin, for their hands refuse to work. I want you to talk to God about you and tell Him that He should expose and reveal to you anything means by which laziness has entrenched itself in your life. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. Say, I, would, I refuse to be lazy. I'll give myself to every work of my life. Give me strength. Give me strength. But I'll refuse to be lazy. It is not that you have not blessed me. But it is because I am lazy to think, to explore that which you have given to my life. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In the name oh, of Jesus. Oh, yes. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. We refuse to be lazy. Oh, yes. Oh, we refuse yes. to be lazy. In the name of Jesus. I will rise up. I will rise up. I will rise up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, we must pray sincerely handle whatever mm. has brought laziness into your life oh yes speak and ask God to help you to handle it and tackle it in the name of, of Jesus we, re, we uproot every form of laziness. Every form of laziness. Because his blessing is abounding. Ah. It is for our duty to rise up. In the name of Jesus. And to go into the mind of his blessing. The great resource of his life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. We do away with laziness. We do away with laziness. I will read my Bible. I will read my Bible. For in it is found the wisdom of God. God. I will listen to preaching. It brings into my life testimonies that will make me wiser. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes. Lord, whatever it is, by whatever means, laziness has found a place in my life. Today, Lord, deal with it. Yes, Lord. Expose it. Yes, Lord. Cause me to understand that laziness is what stands between me and my blessings. Yes, Lord. Oh yes. Thank you Holy Spirit. Strength oh God, strength oh God. Oh yes. Help me oh God, help me to overcome oh God. Laziness oh God in the name of Jesus. Thank Help me, O oh God, to rise up when I have to, O oh God. Help me to work when I have to, O oh God. Help me to overcome the laziness, O oh God. Oh, deliver me, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Grant me strength, O oh God. Grant me strength, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. I ask in the name of Jesus. Help me to do Thank the things Jesus. I have to do, O oh God. You, Help me to pray when I have to pray, O oh God. Help me to read the Bible when I have to, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We need to rise up and work hard for there is profit in every work. Give us the wisdom to understand this truth. Reveal it to our spirit that laziness is the only reason that we will not see your blessings. Therefore, we, we reject laziness out of our lives. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We reject it out of our lives. Yes, Lord. We shall be like the virtuous woman who rises up early in the morning, yes. a great while before day. Yes. To honor and to fulfill our duties. Mm. 
Lord, as you give us creative ideas, yes, Lord. we will extend ourselves to implement them. Yes, Lord. We shall not say it is difficult. Mm. Because you have never promised us that it will be easy. We thank you, Father. And as we give this offering, we give it as a prayer that Lord help us. Help us by revealing to our spirit what we need to know to walk away from laziness. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platforms.